the Supreme Court is supposed to hear arguments today on the fate of bump stocks. Now, I am not, and, and gun enthusiasts, God love you, thank you. I, uh, I, I, I don't have bump stocks. I had last gun I owned, I think I was my 410 as a kid. I used to hunt with my dad's uh, 12-gauge as well. But uh, Evan Brown's following this for us. And uh, we'll see where this goes. The case is Garland versus Cargill. And uh, Evan, welcome to your morning wake up. I don't, I have no idea what a bump stock is. So I, we have to start there. But good morning. Good morning. Yeah. So a bump stock uh, is a device that attaches to the end of a uh, semi-automatic rifle. And what it does is when you pull the trigger, it directs the recoil of the firearm to sort of move forward and then backwards again, uh, or backwards and forward, depending on how you look at it, uh, around the trigger, if you will. So basically it's using the recoil of the gun uh, to make the gun go back and forth around the trigger, around your finger, so that you have successive firing of the firearm. Okay. Uh, and therefore, instead of just, you know, otherwise you're pulling the trigger one, one, one to shoot the firearm. Uh, the, the bump stock sort of allows you to pull the trigger once, and as long as you're holding it properly, it will redirect the, the firearm back and forth, back and forth a bit uh, to have successive firing. Is it as so, fast and as rapid as a quote-unquote machine gun? No. Uh, no. But it, it is that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that feeling, if you will, uh, or of, of the successive firing. Got it. The the action of the recoil becomes the trigger pulling. I get it. Sounds like it. So this this case is to outlaw those stocks, then. So the uh, there had been a push to outlaw these bump stocks uh, going back many years. Uh, uh, gun control activists have long made the argument that it turns a firearm into a machine gun. And after the Las Vegas Music Festival shooting, the, the Trump administration's mm. ATF uh, did it through rulemaking, said, yeah, we're going to consider this a machine gun, even though the device itself is not a firearm, it's just an attachment. Uh, and, uh, and so a person is suing over this. He's a firearms instructor. Uh, he was made to, as per the law, turn over or turn in and surrender his bump stocks that he owned. And then he sued, saying that if Congress wanted these laws passed, or if Congress wanted these things banned, they should pass a law, not leave it up to objective uh, and politicized rulemaking uh, ah. for me to uh, have to give up a legal product that I purchased with my own money. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and I'm not a criminal, so why am I being uh, attacked here? Uh, so this uh, lawsuit is now going to be before the Supreme Court, and, uh, and so they'll make their oral arguments today. Are there any, uh, is there any wind blowing, so to speak, as to which way the court might go? Because I could see this now that you mention it. I could see the court just saying, hey, look, this is not our jurisdiction. You guys take it to Congress. And hasn't it been in front of Congress? Well, what the court might say is if they think it is Congress's purview to, uh, uh, you know, to address it, they, they might say that the rulemaking is unfair or, or because it's, uh, it's assuming something that's not in the law. Uh, and that's... Um, you know, you know, that's kind of that, that's sort of the ongoing fight between conservatives and liberals with regard to federal rulemaking and, you know, how far the court will allow that. Because often, very often, a, a Congress will pass a piece of legislation that says we want to do X, Y and Z. Well, and to determine X, Y and Z, we leave that up to bureaucrats. Uh, and so 
And so this <laughs> is one of those cases, right? You know, we're, we're, we want to ban, uh, uh, in, in this case, referring to a law from the 1980s that uh, mostly bans uh, automatic fire weapons from the general public. Uh, not completely 100 percent, but make, make, make some very heavy restrictions. Uh, we're now saying that, uh, you know, we'll leave it up to bureaucrats, meaning in this case the ATF, to decide what is a quote-unquote machine gun. Uh, so if, a, uh, if the ATF has the power to say this otherwise inanimate object that does not fire bullets is a machine gun, what else is a machine gun? Oh, wow. <laughs> this I got a slingshot. Never mind. Hey, going back to the Las Vegas shooting in 2017. I mean, 2017. Be, I, mean what, what, I mean, it could be a refrigerator magnet. Is that now a machine? You know, it, it's just it, that's the big question here. So the question wow. that the, the Supreme Court will have to answer is: uh, uh, Does a, a firearms attachment that might change the way a semi-automatic weapon fire or, or the, the rate of fire of a semi-automatic right. weapon, but does not change the actual action of the weapon of the firearm? Uh, do, does that now? Uh, you know. Can the ATF bureaucratically or administratively, whichever word you want to use, can they decide that that is a machine gun and therefore that device should fall under their purview to uh, to either restrict or ban? Uh, that's that's the big question here. It won't come down to rounds per minute or anything like that, does it? Well, you know how I mean, quickly it fires. Is that part of the equation? I, I don't. That, that's a, well. That's a big part. See, that's is that addressed by the law, and that may not be addressed by the law because a machine gun, an automatic fire weapon, works in a certain way. It's a certain kind of mechanism. It's different yeah. from a semi-automatic, which uh, you know the, you hear the terms automatic and semi-automatic, and you think that they're the same. They're not. Uh, and uh, and the semi-automatic technically only fires one once pull trigger pull per, per trigger pull, right? The, the bump yeah. stock allows you to make faster trigger pulls. That's essentially what it does. And does that 1980s law uh, really address that? The answer probably is no, uh, but uh, that's the contention of Mr. Cargill. You know, the, the general uh, consensus around America, not consensus, but when you hear uh, anti-gun folks, all right, it seems to me that a lot of this might be an education thing as to how guns work even. I don't think a lot of people who are uh, are against gun ownership even know. Do you think? Well, they, they might not, or they may intentionally not care. Yeah, I it's suppose. On their agenda, that's, you know, that, that's yeah. always a possibility. So, um, yeah. uh, you, you know, that's, that's where we're at. There are, say, there are also other uh, gun control activists uh, who want background checks to be applied to, again, accoutrements for your firearm. Uh, right. And in some cases, there are background checks. It, it's very difficult. A silencer, for instance, a, a suppressor is what they're really called. Silencer is a brand. Uh, you, you cannot randomly pick those up. You have to go through special ATF background checks, as if you were buying, by the way, an automatic fire weapon. It is a restricted item. Uh, and Evan, uh, wow. it requires... Yeah, it, it, it's not the NICS background check that happens instantly when you're just simply buying a hunting rifle or something or, or a handgun or whatever. This is the in, the involved ATF FBI background check where they, they find out who your yeah. kindergarten teacher was and go knock on her door and say, what was Johnny like when he was a kid? <laughs> uh, you know, that that's the, and all a suppressor does attaches to the end of a, of a handgun. And, and it's basically like this. It works the same way as a muffler 
does on your car. It just lowers the the uh, the decibels of the of, of the discharge. Right. right. It's, uh, it's almost it's, like a uh, like a shotgun like, microphone. Uh, it, well, no. It, 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 what it oh. does is it it, it quiets the, the discharge. Now, it doesn't do like you see in movies where it just turns it into a little, you know, it doesn't do that. It's still quite loud. It's just less loud. You still, if you're firing properly and, and in a range, you still, even with a suppressor, should probably wear ear protection. Um, but uh, it does make it less loud. And that's, a, that's by many arguments, a, a safety device. Well, we'll see where all this lands, Evan. I appreciate it, man. I could, I, I, obviously, you know your stuff. You're a gun guy. Uh, I, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I never divulge that, so. Okay. No, I don't blame you. I'd love to go shooting with you sometime, though. I'm coming to Florida. Maybe Come one on. Day. All right. All right. And you're buying lunch. 1320 WILS, Evan Brown. Thanks a lot, buddy. We'll see you later. Take care. You got it. Yeah. Mike Austin with your morning wake-up. 1320 WILS.